0: Open Door Media presents Storytime with Paul Dorr. In each episode, you'll receive a short adrenaline shot of a story straight to the mind, heart, or sometimes the fun bone, wherever that is located. I can hear your voice over and stay tuned after the story for Paul's Picks, where I indulge you with something I'm reading, watching, or listening to. This week's story, the waiting room. I had never owned a car before, and as I put my new purchase in gear, I wondered about all the time I spent waiting for a bus, streetcar, or subway. Slow buses due to weather or traffic. Streetcars lined up in winter like slow-moving seniors because someone parked too far from the curb, leaving too little room for the streetcar to pass. Next Dundas. Dundas station. Delayed subways because someone jumped All of us standing on the platform, frustrated in our lateness, unable to comprehend what caused this person to make that decision, but rarely thinking about it, focused solely on our own superfluous problems. Some people say it's worth the wait. But is it? And what's it? Others say, I can't wait. But isn't patience a virtue? And is it really a virtue? There are people who have waited to turn that friend into a lover. Does it ever happen? And if it does, does it ever really work? Waiters wait on tables in high-end restaurants. On film sets, the old cliche goes, hurry up and wait. Would you make up your mind? Do I hurry? Or do I wait? Computers and smartphones are designed to make our lives easier but we wait for them to boot up, wait for messages to be sent, wait for files to render, process and defragment. Signals are lost and we wait to get back to an area with reception. Someone once said to me, I always arrive 15 minutes late so I never have to wait for anyone else. But doesn't that mean everyone is always waiting for her? We even have a room in doctor's offices called the waiting room. Think of all the time spent waiting when we could be doing something else. For example, let's say I want to ponder the meaning of life. This is not something you can do when agitated over when the next bus will arrive. In order to ponder the meaning of life I need time. If I calculate the amount of time waiting for public transit it makes my head spin in the wrong direction. I am a writer not a mathematician, so please go with me on this. If the average life expectancy in Canada is 80 years old, that's approximately 960 months, 29,280 days, 702,720 hours, or 42,163,200 minutes. I would include seconds, but my calculator showed this number and I don't even know what it means. 2.529792E plus 9. one hundred sixty three two hundred minutes. That sounds like a lot of time. The meaning of life could easily be figured out with this amount of time. But, on average, we sleep one-third of our life, so automatically knock off 14,054,400 minutes which leaves us with 28,108,800. Plenty of time to sit on a mountain somewhere steeped in contemplation. What does it all mean? But wait. Let's say you spend 20 minutes on the toilet. I like to read, which is more information than you need to know, so let's bump that up to 25 minutes. Over the course of 80 years, that's five hundred and eighty two thousand four hundred minutes in the bathroom, leaving us twenty nine million five hundred and twenty six and four hundred still not bad. eating takes time, three meals a day, twenty minutes per meal, totals one million seven hundred and forty seven thousand two hundred minutes, stuffing our faces. I went to school five days a week from about the age of five until the age of nineteen, which equals minutes. Throw in another 500,000 for university and college. Eating and school account for 3,557,600 minutes. Include another 3,000,000 minutes on other activities such as reading, training as a competitive athlete in my case and watching way too many movies and this pulls me down to 17,911,200 minutes. 17,911,200 minutes to ponder the meaning of life. Other statistics I found? Over the course of a lifetime, people spend an average of 2,103,792 minutes doing housework, 525,948 minutes looking for lost possessions, and 1,054,896 minutes kissing another person. That brings my total down to 14,229,564 minutes or 237,159 hours or 9,881 days or 329 months or 27 years. Then there's all the waiting, modest statistics put waiting in lines for various reasons at five years. I've taken public transit for 10 years. Let's say on average I'm waiting 20 minutes, twice a day, five days a week. That's 200 minutes per week. and over 10 years equals 104,000 minutes. After all this waiting, I still have 11,495,824 minutes to contemplate the meaning of life. But when do I actually live my life? What would be the point of finding the meaning of life if I never live it? Perhaps I've just done too much math. We are all waiting. But waiting for what? I drive by those people waiting at bus stops and feel sorry for them. But am I better off sitting here, waiting, in traffic? Time for Paul's Picks, where I briefly tell you about something I'm reading, watching, we're listening to if you're stuck in a relationship quandary or if you're looking for sexual harmony. Well there's nothing you can't have on the Savage podcast. I've been listening to Dan Savage's podcast on and off for years. Basically, Dan started his career as a joke, the idea being he was a gay man giving straight people sex advice. He's definitely no joke, although he can be very funny, and has evolved over the years. All right, coming up on today's show on the micro-free edition of the Savage Lovecast, tons of your questions, lots of my answers. Dr. Samantha Joel joins us from the University of Utah to talk about dating and breaking up and how we make those decisions. That's on the Magnum, all coming up on today's show. Sure, I don't always agree with Dan, but that's going to be the case when someone has a strong point of view. More often than not, I do find myself learning something new from him, and he is a voice that cuts through a lot of the noise and bullshit. Thank you for listening to Storytime with Paul Doerr, which is brought to you by Open Klong Door Media, and is produced by me and DJ Kwong. The theme music is by the amazingly talented singer-songwriter Arlene Papulin. Find all things Arlene at arlenepapulin.com. Visit openquandor.com and listen to our other show, The Ask PJ Podcast. Check out quandor.com to read my blog, get info about my novel, storytelling events, and other things. If you like what you hear, we'd appreciate if you leave a comment on iTunes. I've got it so bad. i got it real bad. That's all for now. Until next time, keep listening to each other.